0: plushcare.com slash weight loss ES Audio
1: Hello, I'm Mark Blunden and this is the Evening Standards Tech and Science Daily Coming up, forget the PS5 Slim Would you try gaming on the Atari 2600 Plus but first In military tech, Israeli tanks are being fitted with COPE cages to help protect them from grenades being dropped by off-the-shelf drones overhead. UAVs were deployed by terror group Hamas with devastating effect – as the tactic disabled observation towers during the surge of attacks on Israel. One video also appeared to show a $3.5 million Makeva Mark IV tank being targeted this way. The metal cages are similar to roof-mounted armour used by Russian and Ukrainian forces for preventing bombs-by-drone crippling tanks by hitting its lightly armoured top hatch. Next. A link's been made between adult symptoms of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and technology addiction to smartphones and social media.
0: They don't meet the criteria for ADHD diagnosis, but still they have the inattention symptom like a trait. So we found these relations in the trait level. Impulsivity hyperactivity one and inattention the second.
1: That's PhD neuroscientist Tuba Aydin from Bournemouth University. Psychology researchers surveyed 150 adults who had never been diagnosed as having ADHD about the use of social media reliance on smartphones internet use and online shopping habits
0: most of them has normal usage actually they don't addicted to the internet i think this is the importance of the, my research if you can use your technology normally and also you don't have the ADHD symptoms but still you can be vulnerable to be, develop internet addiction.
1: Findings are published in the journal Current Psychology.
0: I think we need more research focused on what contributes to these kind of relationship. Is that emotional factor or other factors like cognitive factors? It can be many factors. So we need more research to understand why we develop technology addictions and what is the relationship between ADHD symptoms.
1: Next. Endangered California condors have been given new emergency use bird flu vaccines in a trial at Los Angeles Zoo and other zoos on the West Coast.
0: The California condors are today receiving boosters for um, avian influenza. This is a vaccine to hopefully give some protection against highly pathogenic avian influenza. So this is a vaccine developed for the poultry industry uh, that we're trying to see if it's safe for the California condors.
1: Dominique Keller is chief vet at Los Angeles Zoo.
0: So anything that we can do to try to prevent serious disease in any zoo bird, but especially highly endangered birds like the California condor, is really a tremendous step forward. You know, as a veterinarian, for me, this is something that I am just—I feel honored to be participating in because this is literally the first step towards possibly protecting these highly endangered birds against what can be an often fatal disease.
1: Antibodies found in early results may give the endangered condors partial protection. Now never mind that upcoming ps5 slim release how about the atari 2600 plus would you give this reprised blast from the past to go the 2600 was released in 1977 and was the biggest home console of its era with titles including pac-man pong and space invaders the revamped console is going on sale next month joystick included next Sonar studies by Historic England and France's Department of Underwater Archaeological Research have created a three dimensional rendering of British destroyer HMS Keith, which sank to the bottom of the English Channel during the evacuation of Dunkirk. The 330 foot long vessel hit by a German Luftwaffe bomb was among some 1,000 of the little ships that helped rescued over 338,000 Allied troops from the beaches of Dunkirk in 1940. A total of 36 men on HMS Keith were killed, but eight officers and 123 crewmen were saved. Now she's among 27 wrecks scanned as part of the research, which shows how the ship split after the bomb exploded in the boiler room. Let's go to the ads. Stay there for more news from the world of tech and science. Plus, would you watch 185 miles per hour Formula One? It's driverless. Why not hit follow in the meantime and give us a rating? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work This edition of Tech and Science Daily is brought to you by the Axa Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharmadine Reed, founder and CEO of the Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of twenty-five thousand pounds, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to Axa. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June 2024. Good luck. Welcome back. Move over Hamilton, get in the pit lane, Verstappen, because the robots are coming for your jobs. But is 185 miles an hour self-driving Formula One controlled by artificial intelligence a bit boring? Delara's Super Formula SF23 has been unveiled and would use AI for procedures, including navigation and overtaking. The Italian car maker plans to race it in the first Scalectrix-style autonomous car competition next April in Abu Dhabi. So what's the human inputs? Well... Well, instead of the skill of a human driver, teams of engineers will compete to build the best racing algorithm. Next, a research scientist at Adobe has unveiled a dress that can change its design's patterns at the push of a button with a material more usually found in smart windows. Christine Dierk revealed the futuristic garment at Adobe Max 2023 with displays on her dress suddenly changing as she described it to bring fabric to life. The digital dress uses reflective back polymer-dispersed liquid crystal-smart materials that enable displays to move beyond just televisions and computers. And finally, a Scottish adventurer has helped set two world records by kayaking the Arctic Ocean's treacherous Northwest Passage. Mark Agnew from Edinburgh was part of a team which became the first to kayak the entire 1,600 miles of the icy odyssey following the route of sir john franklin's doomed 1845 expedition they were also the first people to complete the journey using their own power rather than sails or engines it took them three months to complete the expedition during which agnew had to deal with waves as big as 15 feet high becoming perilously trapped in ice and coming face to face with a polar bear you're up to date come back at 4pm for the leader podcast for the latest news interviews and analysis from the evening standard here in london and we'll be back on wednesday at 1pm see you then